Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, and we're about to take the red pill one last time and see how deep the rabbit hole goes with our latest film review, the latest film to hit theaters and HBO Max this past weekend, and that is The Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> and before we yeah, begin, I don't know. Uh, that blue pill is looking pretty appetizing after watching this one. Honestly, yeah. I, see, look, what did you say? I'm a blue pill guy. It's just take it easy, chill back, and just let your life just coast on by. It, there, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, but before we begin today's uh, show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics Weather Next. Devin, Merry Christmas Eve Eve. How you been? Eve Eve. This is our sec- second day recording in the row. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Hey, hey, we're just trying to get through this, get this stuff done. But yeah, do anything productive, anything fun today, or kind of just chill at home? Did uh, some last second Christmas shopping, got that oh, done. Oh, nice, nice. I got you. Very got easy you. when you're just scooping up gift cards. That's that's how it should be. Who doesn't like a good gift card? <laughs> you know why? I agree because pretty much every year for my sister, I give her a um, like an Amazon gift card, or like Banana Republic, whatever it may be. It's just so much easier. Like, honestly, when people ask me, I'm like, just give me money because that's that's what yeah. I want. <laughs> so I can either save it or spend it. It's it, it is the best. Um, it, It's the best gift out there. It's it's the gift that keeps on giving. Really? Like you can buy yourself something nice and it's like, hey, you know, instead of like going through all the hassle. Well, I will say really quick. It was kind of fun making like a list when you were younger and like praying that like your parents actually picked up the right thing. Like what yeah. I, what I used to do, I would like, I would make a list, but then I would kind of like uh, take like magazines or whatever and kind of like cut out what I wanted. And then you kind of like glue it on. It's like here, take it. <laughs> it's, it's literally like when you're a kid, it's great. Cause it's all the things you've, you've wanted throughout the entire year where you don't have money. Now we have money, but we don't have any time <laughs> to do yeah. anything. Kind of sucks. But Hey, that's just me, uh, an, an adult. Uh, and, and honestly, Devin, in just over two weeks, it'll be 2022. Think about that. Crazy. It's 2020 you, 2020 you, excuse me, 2022, the year that you finally take the red pill, or you're going to keep on taking the blue pill? I mean, I don't know if I want any pills. I think we should just end it. Just, uh, All right. just stop the... Stop the train here. All right. Well, that's our review of the Matrix Resurrections. Uh, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> maybe, maybe a purple pill. Well, okay. Combined. But like, what what serves? What what would that what would that serve though? I don't know. I mean, you have complete control, and you can choose to join the Matrix or choose to hang out in 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 the artificial world. Like, as in, leave the artificial world. Or whenever the, you want to, it's whenever like, you want to, without having to take. Okay, yeah, I, it's I like, like it's that. like having a vacation home. You just kind of go off to the matrix, have some fun. I I don't know who would actually want. I mean, it's it's nice, you know. You're awake, you you're you're woke, whatnot. You know, you're taking the red pill. It's cool. You can fly. Yeah, that's true. 
That's very true. And then uh, you you get to uh, you know learn some kung fu and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it sounds pretty sweet. Unfortunately, AMC did not take our Mike and Ike's idea, so I don't know what's going on there. But it's IZs instead. Yeah, I, I got to talk to our head of marketing, see what's uh, what's popping up over there. But man, um, are you ready to get into our Matrix Resurrections review? Let's do it. We're taking the red pill one more time, and then and then we can take the blue pill for for the rest of our lives. Because I don't want to think about this series for a very long time after this, to be completely honest. I mean, I've seen some people clamoring for a sequel already. Uh, do we need it? Do we even need this one? It seems well, we'll we'll get into it. So, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, we'll be right back with our Matrix Resurrections review. Excuse me, the Matrix Resurrections review, right after this short break. And yet it's obviously all wrong. Maybe this isn't the story we think it is. They taught you good. Made you believe their world was all you deserved. But some part of you knew that was a lie. Some part of you remembered what was real. It's so easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. Something else makes the same kind of noise. War. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You just heard a little snippet of the Matrix Resurrections trailer. And this film is... um, it's something. Uh, <laughs> it's directed by uh, only one of the Wachowski sisters this time around, Lana Wachowski, and is written by Lana Wachowski, David Mitchell, and Alexander Himon, and stars Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, and Jessica Hertwick, or Henwick. I'm sorry, Jessica Henwick. That was totally my fault. Forgive me, Jessica. I, I do apologize. But the story is as follows. Return to a world of two realities, one everyday life, the other what lies uh, behind it. (laughs) To find out if reality is a construct to truly know himself, Mr. Anderson will have to choose to follow the, (laughs) the white rabbit once more. I tried to make it as, as Morpheus as possible, but that didn't really happen. So, it is what it is. But man, oh man, like I said, we're here. We're at the end of the road. We finished our uh, franchise revisited series with The Matrix. So if you haven't caught up on that, all three episodes are available on the podcast for you guys. Um, it's, a, it's a very steep downward hill. It, the series. Ooh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I have. It's not much of a hot take that I have, but I'll, I'll save it here for later. But Devin, give me your initial thoughts on Matrix. Like everyone... Actually, hold on really, really quick. I'm getting ahead of myself. For everyone out there new listening, we usually give a spoiler section, spoiler initial reaction section first. And then when you hear that nice little bad boy, that means we're about to get into spoilers. But I feel like this is going to be a shorter episode um, altogether. But Devin, lay it on me. What were your initial thoughts on The Matrix Resurrections? This This is a weird one, man. I don't know. It's um, 
for the most part, it feels pretty pointless as far as like rehashing the story and actually creating a Matrix Four movie. Um, they they brought back the two main characters, obviously Neo and Trinity. That's that's good. They got the main two back, but then they couldn't get Lawrence Fishburne. They couldn't get um, Hugo Weaving. So they just kind of tried to paste and glue and tape together a couple new actors in there. They got great actors, Yaya and Jonathan Groff are great actors, but it just isn't the same from the original. They tried, really wasn't feeling Yaya's uh, Morpheus. It just felt way off, like like way off. Jonathan Groff did his best. Um, Again, just not the same as Hugo Weaving. It's just weird that they kind of, they weren't able to get the actors, but they still tried to fill their, their shoes and it just didn't quite work. As far as the story, I mean, it's a Neo and Trinity story again, which is nice, I guess. Um, it is a resurrection after all because Trinity is dead and Neo is not awoke yet. But yeah, it's very. there's a lot of meta references. It almost feels like it's trying to be weird and pointless on purpose in a way. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it just feels like mm. there's a lot of jokes about unnecessary sequels and it just, you can make those jokes, but it doesn't excuse making an unnecessary sequel. Like you still did it. Like you can make jokes all you want, but this feels pretty unnecessary at the end of the day. Yeah, I would definitely echo what you said there, Devin. Um, I went on Letterboxd today and kind of just gave my initial initial thoughts, nothing too super long. Um, so I pretty much kind of just said, like, I really like the first act. Uh, like you said, it's very meta. It's very well uh, um, self-aware as well. So it's, Yeah, I also, I also like the first part as well. Yeah, like the first act was really, really cool. And then uh, I guess into the second act and I, I lose all sense of understanding of what's going on and like why it's it's cool but it's like uh, i just it was too muddled too messy for me and then it kind of gets back on track uh, a little a little bit on on the third act um overall i thought this movie was okay not good you know people usually say it's good not great but this was like okay um like, like you said, I really like some of the new characters. Did not care for the new Morpheus. I don't know why they didn't ask Lauren Fitzburg back. Uh, Hugo Weaving's nowhere to be found. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, to me, doesn't really feel... Very, very campy. Very out of his... I'm, like, I'm fine with them being campy, but it's just like... With a movie like this, he's very out of his element. Because it's like... When, when you usually think Neil Patrick Harris... Like, the last thing I watched him in was uh ape at christmas on hbo max so that was was a nice little christmas movie but like prior to that it's like i mean a lot of people you know know him from how i met your mother is barney stinson so it it just doesn't really transfer over to hey you know he's going to be in this this super serious sci-fi kung fu uh you know universe and it just doesn't his his character and we'll get into it in a little bit but his character does not really uh, it this he just doesn't do it for me, overall. Um, like you said, uh, Trinity and um Neo are probably the the better parts of this film. 
Um, and I, I think this, Bugs was I thought Bugs was pretty good as a new character. Yeah, I was just Jessica about to. Henwick. Yeah, Jessica. Yeah, uh, Jessica Fenwick. I I think she honestly. Uh, I'm Henwick. Excuse me. I think she honestly steals the show. I think like out of everyone, like she was definitely my favorite character out of all of them. Um, and then you know Keanu and uh, Carrie Ann Moss kind of. Have you uh, have you heard of the decision that she had to make about this movie? Yeah, it was either um, this. It was either uh, the Matrix Resurrections or Shang Chi. She could have been Xi Ling. Why? Oh, I don't know. We we got a pretty. That was Shang Chi's sister, right? Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think we got a pretty good Xi Ling. Well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm saying like we did get a good one, but from her perspective, like. That's a pretty big role to pass up on because she's got like a future in the MCU. Yeah. But the thing is from her, her, I heard a quote from her that, cause she was in iron fist, I believe. Mm. So she thinks that there's a chance that that character might cross over like, like some other characters are, but yeah, I don't know. That's a tough decision. That That is very, I mean, cause it's like, I, it's That's literally red, blue, red pill, blue pill. <laughs> what is, is Marvel the blue pill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not too terrible. It's just, I think, you know, no matter what people think about this movie, there's one thing that stands true. She does a fantastic job. And, you know, whenever she goes in for, like, other auditions, you know, through her portfolio, you know, when, when they see her performance, they're going to see something great. They're, they're not going to be like, oh, well, you know, you were in this kind of crappy movie and we don't really want you in this really awesome, interesting movie that we're doing. So thanks, no thanks. But... That that is a tough decision, and you know I'm sure she had her reasons for choosing Matrix, um, like you said, over um, over uh, uh, Shang Chi, and you know it it could be that they could be pulling in some of those you know characters now that uh, Marvel like has uh, the rights back to like Daredevil and uh, Iron Fist, things of that nature. So there is a really big chance, and um, I I don't know I I think I think she made a good move. Like I can't necessarily say it's a right or wrong thing because as long as she's giving a great performance. I, I think that's all that really matters. Like her line delivery and the action. And and what I actually wanted to talk about the action. It, it felt uh, of this movie. It felt very um, not organic. Like within the, the final act, especially it's just like, it's just all Neo force pushes. That's all it is. He's just like using his force push over and over again. And they're on their motorcycle. It's, it's like, I mean, you know, he's been back into the Matrix for a while because we thought Neo was dead. We thought that Trinity was dead as well because she was literally impaled. Um, you know, it being called Matrix Resurrections. It's just, I don't know, the whole movie, like, it moves at a steady pace from the beginning. And like I said, the middle, I was just like, what is going on? Like, you know, they're trying to... There's a very specific scene where that I was just lost completely. And I just did not even know what was happening. Yeah. So do you want to get into spoilers? So I feel like we're kind of getting to that yeah. point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is your first spoiler warning for the matrix resurrections. Again, that is your second spoiler warning for the matrix resurrection. So if you haven't seen it, I say watch it on HBO max personally, but if you are a big, big, I mean, we're big moviegoers, but it's like, you know, time constraints. And nowadays it's more of, there's certain movies that I kind of only want to watch in the theaters. And to be honest, Matrix Resurrections was not one of them. Um, I thought it looked aesthetically very, very pleasing, but uh, overall the substance it's, it, it was, it was like, it's 
it was like watching the Rise of Skywalker. This Rise of Skywalker looked phenomenal. Oh my gosh. Some of the best like still images, picture shots I've ever seen. But the story was, wasn't really there. Um, with this, you know, it just feels a bit all over the place. But I'll turn it back over to Devin so we can talk about um, th- what, what is that one specific scene you wanted to touch on? That fight scene they had in that like broken down factory building or whatever with um, they just looked like homeless people. I don't know who they were. One of them was the Merovingian from the second movie, mm. the French guy. And then I I don't know who they are. I don't know if I missed something from the prior three movies, but there's just these homeless people that pop up and start fighting. Dude, they were going like Kung Fu mastery. Uh, who, who were they? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> they just knew. They knew Kung Fu. <laughs> because um, I think it was, was it the analyst who was there? He was like, I have some of your friends here. And oh I was like, gosh. who are these? Who, who are these people? They're they're homeless and just fighting, and the Merovingians spewing nonsense and can't even understand what he's saying. And it's just, what is happening? Dude, I don't know. Like literally, I was this this movie is like a runtime of about two hours and thirty minutes, and I I just I did not know what was going on half the time. Like I feel like I need to watch it again, but I don't want to watch it again. I have better yeah. things to watch, or other things I should say. I can necessarily say better if I don't, you know. But yeah. I have other things to watch and it's like, maybe I'll just watch like the Mr. Sunday movies, like recap be like, yeah. Or, you know, heavy spoilers. Like, I feel like I don't necessarily need to go back and rewatch a whole entire two and a half hour movie. And it's like, it's like Neo and agent, this agent Smith are friends and buddies. Now. I, just, I don't get it. I, it's like, it really sucks. It couldn't bring back Hugo weaving. Like he is agent Smith. And yeah. Jonathan Groff is amazing, but, there's only yeah. so much he can do when it's just an, such an iconic character. Yeah, I saw him on screen. I, just, I kept thinking Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Um, but, but what did you think of Yahya Abdul? It's very. I, I wasn't. I just wasn't feeling it. He was like, because that's just not a side of Morpheus we've ever seen. He was like, like outgoing and like braggadocious and just like. I don't even know. It's just not Morpheus, really. It, it felt like Morpheus before he took the red pill. Like he was just like, a, yeah, like carefree like college, of college Morpheus. Yeah. Like <laughs> just out partying every day. <laughs> if Morpheus ever went to college, but very, well, maybe in the Matrix. Clothing. <laughs> get that digital transcription. Uh, can I get my digital transcripts from the Matrix? Trying to uh, go into uh, engineering here. But yeah, I mean, overall, you know, I I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot, but um, it's also when Neo, like I was confused for a second because, you know, like you said, it's just Neo doing a lot of force pushes now. And like when he, him and Trinity like jump off the bridge, she's the one who's able to fly, but not him. But then towards the end of the movie, they're both able to fly. So it's like. I do, I do kind of like that mix up, mix at the end where Trinity is the one who saves today this time because obviously she's been, um, it's been the opposite of the other three movies where Neo just is, is the one, the chosen one who has to do everything. I like how they mix it up with Trinity having her own, own her own hero moment and, and saving the day. And I like, I actually do like the very ending where they, uh, they go to, to good old NPH's house and they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna change some things. I kind of like that. They can like edit yeah. the matrix to and try some things out. They're the new like architects, possibly. Yeah, like so. Do you think this warrants 
another trilogy. I mean, they're going to they're going to try to or like some like, do you think I think if, if they did this, maybe it'd be better for a TV series. I think a Matrix TV series would be kind of cool. But you can it's just at the end of the day, we at the very beginning, we mentioned this didn't feel like it was necessary. Yeah. And what is a sequel going to do to make it any more necessary or make it better? Honestly. Yeah. Cause it's like, what, like what more can they do? Yeah. And it's not like this. It's not like this is a movie that killed quote unquote the franchise, like matrix revolutions already did that. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it, it was nice how, you know, they, the whole video game aspects, I thought that was pretty cool during the first uh, act. Yeah. I like the first act. I like the idea of, because I mean it's pretty smart from the the machine's perspective to make him a video game designer because he's not gonna forget everything about the Matrix. Like he's the he's the one. He's Neo. He's he's not gonna lose those memories. So in order to get around that, they made him a video game designer, and he made the first three Matrix games, which were just movies on a screen. Don't know how <laughs> graphics, graphics are very advanced in that universe, I guess. I guess so. You know, the, that next, next gen. <laughs> the green tints. I, I think they might have partnered with Xbox at some point. I'm not going to lie. Well, Warner <laughs> Brothers is always that rumor. Yeah, yeah, that is that is true. I was just referring more to the green tint. But yeah, we didn't get, wasn't a green tint this time around, which kind of, I mean, is it really expected? No, but I kind of wish it was there. But there, this is a lot of things missing from this. I just I need to watch a YouTube video or, or something like ending explained or something to figure out what the heck's going on here. Cause I just, I lost it. So, um, but it's, ugh, man, I, I think this might be the shortest <laughs> one we've done. Is there anything they, else? They bring, they bring Jada Pinkett Smith back as an old, oh, that old was lady. terrible, dude. Yeah. Terrible. That felt very rushed. Mm-hmm. They're like, who, who can we get? No one else wants to be in this. Come on, come on back. Jada. Niobe, that's what we need. I'm surprised she came. What happened to Link? Where's he? I don't know. Where's uh uh the the kid from Matrix uh three who kept following Neo around? Yeah, whatever that was. I don't know. Yeah, it's it just sucks. It's it's like half the cast is here. We got like we said, we got some pretty cool new characters. The other um, you know, people within the Matrix, it seemed pretty cool. Um, some interesting stuff. I'm kind of drawing a blank on their names, but Overall, I, I thought it was just a a very lukewarm experience, to be completely honest. So I I've I'm truthfully I have nothing else to say about this movie. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we get into scores? Yeah, it's a nice, nice quick one. Unlike yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean I think this is like one of our shortest ones of the year. Is this the longest runtime of the four? I think it is. Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, of the four for the movies. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because towards the end, it felt like it just kept going and going. And I'm did like, you, did you like those those Bugs Money references over and over? Eh, not really. And Warner Brothers name drop. They, as soon as they mentioned, I'm like, oh, like I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. It's, it's like, yeah, it's cool. Like the first time, maybe the first two times, you're being meta. It's cute, but then, but it also reminded me of Space Jam: A New Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like oh like we're self-aware we know we eh, it's whatever but Devin, what would you give the matrix resurrections your rating so first matrix was 95 second matrix was 75 third matrix was 50 let's see where's this one gonna land i think i think the down i think the downfall stops at three 
I'm going to give this one like a 60. Yeah. So better than third, but still not very good. Yep. I gave it a three out of five stars on Letterboxd, which kind of equates to like 6.5, 7 out of 10, something around there. Uh, for me, it's very, um, it's, you know, the first Matrix is obviously the best, followed by the second one. And then I probably put this one at number three. And then Matrix 3 at, at, at the very bottom. Uh, not throwing the Animatrix in there just because it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, eh. I mean, it it builds a world. It's just, I feel like, you know, the idea here is great, like, throughout these four movies. And it just doesn't really, ex- it's, it's executed so well. I would say within the first two, it is executed very well. But then it kind of just loses its footing. As it goes on, I don't really like, you know, we kind of talked about it. I don't really think this was necessary. Um, it's not doing very, very well, like at all. I think you had sent me those uh, numbers earlier. After 18 years, the Matrix movie, uh, the Matrix Resurrection opened on Wednesday to 6.4 million from 3,552 theaters while also streaming at home at HBO Max for subscribers. Uh, reviews are mixed, which is true. Um, they're not too strong. Cinema score gave it a B minus. I don't know how. I don't know why. But um, someone commented saying fitting to end Warner Brothers uh, to end Warner Brothers Day and date strategy. Uh, Matrix should have moved to January. Yeah, it's that's a whole nother whole nother can of can of worms there. Yeah, so it's it's unfortunate. The fail this year, and they wonder why. Well, it's it's even for the day and day thing, like I've and I've said in the past, I think it is a fantastic option for consumers. Does it help out the company? No, but I think it was smart. I think they did the right thing, at least for this year, when it came to catering to the fans. You kind of have to do what's right. It's like when Xbox during like the whole Red Ring of Death thing, where it, it was like what 50, 60 percent of their consoles are being sent back. And, um, you know, they, they had to make the tough call where it's like, hey, you know, we're, we're just going to we're going to fix everyone's Xboxes for free. You know, no, no strings attached, no questions. Just send it in and we're, we're going to fix it for you. And that that costs them a lot of money. And, you know, with companies, when it comes to day and date releases, it, it may not be uh, the best business decision. But I think at the end of the day for for um, for for the consumers, I think it definitely helped because. There's no way I was going to see this in theaters. That, that, that is just my personal opinion. You know, we always under, we, we understand, you know, the the, uh, the theater experience is always the best. But um, sometimes it's like you just it's like, ooh, it's like I rather just watch this at home. I probably have a better time with it. And I did. And I was able to watch it on my own time at, at my own speed and kind of just got through it on my own. But yeah, so Devin gave this one a 60 out of 100 for me. I give it about like maybe like a 65 out of a hundred. I guess that would kind of equate to like a three, three out of five stars, but that pretty much concludes our review of the matrix resurrections for everyone. Bit of a shorter episode there. And that is okay. So uh, what's coming up on the podcast uh, for the rest of the year, this is our second to last review of the year episode of the year. And we have one more dropping for you guys. It's going to be uh don't look up, which will be dropping the, uh, the last week of December, um, as well as this episode, um, by the time of this recording. So since this will be out on Monday and don't look up, will probably be out. I don't know, Wednesday, something like that. 
uh, right before the uh, the the uh, the fun holiday, the New Year's holiday. So we got that. But again, I wanted to let you guys know we're going to be taking about a two week break in January. Uh, going to be t- uh, coming back on uh, the week of January thirteenth, uh, just in time for Scream uh, four, five, whatever. Uh, yeah, well, one of those I can't really remember. Um, Scream four, five. Five. five but it's just called scream okay okay so yeah we'll be back for scream five five <laughs> um on the week of january 13th definitely uh just got to take a break there for a little bit and you know recharge up get some new ideas juices flowing um like i said before if you haven't checked out our franchise revisited reviews of the matrix definitely check those out there's up those are up on the podcast as well as our spider-man no way home review that we did a few days ago we have a non-spoiler and spoiler episode for you guys as well as our hawkeye uh episode six series uh, series uh, season finale and our Harry Potter movie series review that is up on the podcast for you guys as well. So, and that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the Matrix. Peace.